0: Hi, right.
1: hey, what, where, hey, how many times this week have you been out of your house? Let's see who wins.
0: Okay, well, first, hey, y'all, it's us. Oh, sorry, <laughs>
1: sorry, 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 sorry. sorry.
0: Say, it, say That's where we're at, people we're yeah. so <laughs> deficient from seeing people immediately as soon as you hear a voice you're like oh my god how are you are you eating what's going on what are you doing what time is it what right, day is it please tell me like? like? what day is it what day is it please. does the sun still come what out what
1: day, what day
0: is it by the way i oh, it's think friday. it's friday right oh friday. so it's us it's uh courtney and amy i'm gonna let you finish how you doing kids it's uh in partnership with Listening Party Presents, check them out. Go to the website, listeningpartypresents.co. Go to uh, go to our Facebook. I'm going to let you finish on Facebook, and we'll do all of that jazz at Jassi, the end of the show. Let's just jump in. So, Ames, yeah, oh. have I been outside? You know, I try to take a walk now. I have to say, I do try to take a walk every day. I do try to leave the house because I it's, it's a little... Yeah. It's so nuts, right? It's going to
1: be our lives. It's going to be our lives. And
0: paying attention, you see that it's like, all right, we need to open the country, open the economy. I understand that. But nobody said this pandemic is over. And I feel like they're just acting like, oh, yeah, it's kind of there. <laughs> yes. And I'm That's looking at of. it. Right. And I'm looking at that like, I don't. I love seeing the numbers go down in New York, but numbers are also yeah. going up in other states. And now, you know, I love that the people are taking to the streets because, you know, social unrest is, is how you change anything. But I'm right. not falling for the okie doke. So I'm still, I've still not been around a bunch of people and I still yeah. always wear them. Like I went to get my mail yesterday and I got outside my door and it was the first time I'd run out without a mask, not even realizing it. I got to the top of the stairs and realized, I could actually kind of breathe through my mouth. and I was like, oh, shit, I don't have my mask on. And I went back you and got like a mask. A, you, yeah. Not even you to just like go downstairs to get my Yeah, you feel like something is missing. And, you know, I do feel like it's going to be our lives for a while. And I think that, um, and I'm hoping, at least for all my friends, everybody's still taking it seriously. Everybody's oh, no, still wearing gonna, a mask. It. No, yeah.
1: no, no. We're taking it. It's hilarious that the crankiest, most obstinate, most fuck you people in the country are taking it seriously. But right. we also had, look, it's still out there. I operate at, you know, I wear a mask. I glare at people when I, which is hard to do just with your eyes, when I don't see them. Am I going out more? Yes. I, I, I'm out. I used to do everything between the hours of seven and nine thirty. Now right. I've been out at like three thirty in the afternoon. Um, and it sort of feels different. Certainly, the phase one aspect of it feels different because you are seeing shops open up, which is yes. nice. But, no, this is our reality. I have not been on public transportation yet. No,
0: I've been uh, on the bus, I, but I haven't been on the train.
1: <laughs> yeah, I haven't been on it. So though. I heard the trains are empty and clean,
0: so yeah. yay.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm... Yeah, I'm not doing anything demonstrably different in other than the fact that I'm a little less completely – because you know and I know and anyone who has a brain knows that those first six weeks, especially during the high point, I mean, if you so much as opened your window, you were sterilizing the place because you were afraid the germs were coming.
0: Let me just tell you something. I was in (laughs) – I think about like literally those first weeks when I was oh. like everything. I would come in the house like first of all, I had on like a hazmat suit going to the right. market around the corner. Then I would come into the house and it was this whole process of I would bleach down my keys. I bleached down all the locks on my door. I would I bleach know the down water the that floor. You have so
1: much bleach that you actually have. Um <laughs> uh, that you are, like, look like Sammy Sosa now. Is it true? I haven't seen you in three really I mean, when much.
0: you see me, honey, I'm going to have hair. I have hair now. I'm <laughs> I Literally, I was bald when this started, and now I have no. hair. And I, it's just, it, you and I talked about it in the beginning. We were both just like, first of all, just staying in the house. And then the thing about having to go to the store, it became like, strategic. Okay, I have to build myself up, and I would do it really early yeah. in the morning, or I would wait for the days where it rained. Because yeah. you know, there's no more lines up here for the stores, which makes me happy. But in the beginning, yeah. there, was, there, there were lines for all of the markets up here, so I would wait on rain days because you know, motherfuckers don't like the rain. And I would be up yeah. at six o'clock in the morning. Well, I get up around that time anyway, but I'd be at that market. They open at seven. I'd be out there six fifty nine. Be the first one. It's in. It just was all a yeah. little crazy. So something so definitely it's not has that level. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's not, not that really level. My, my level of paying attention to it is still the same, but me being a complete, well I wouldn't say a complete freak, right? Because that shit was scary as fuck. I mean, we were, you and I would be talking like every day they'd be like, 786 people died yesterday. And and then it started being people that we knew, and then it started being family members, and then friends started getting sick, and I was like, what is Happening. No, and you're hearing
1: it. So, I mean, the thing is, is that we're still in danger, but it's it's not the constant, which has certainly helped. And, I mean, I'm grateful for that. That, yeah. you know, I don't even want to get into the, the rest of the country at this point because it, you know, yeah. if ever there was a time for us to secede from the union, this may be it. But we're going to talk about –
0: We'll talk about that Speaking when we get a few from subjects out. Yeah, yeah, we, 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 Speaking that's coming. From the <laughs> can okay, can so, we talk about the white people that are truly upset about NASCAR? Uh, okay, can
1: we just, first off, okay, I, like you, grew up in New York, right? Right. Yeah. Okay, so New York, we learn history, and mm-hmm. yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. Alright, so I'm a, I remember the very first time I went to the Deep South. I drove with my best friend. We drove from New York to New Orleans, so we had to stop you know, in the South, and I would keep rows and these statues, and then we get to New Orleans, and I was in a bar, as mm-hmm. one does, in mm-hmm. New Orleans, mm-hmm. and I was drunk, as one did, in, in New Orleans, Orleans. Mm-hmm. and I said something like, who's this Jeff Davis guy, and why do I keep seeing things named after him? <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: And silence fell over the
0: bar,
1: <laughs> <laughs> And I escaped with my life.
0: It was like one of those, you just hear, do, 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 and a tumbleweed oh, yeah. and blows was, by. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And everybody's like, Roo! and I was like, ah! Um, anyway, the point being is that um, we may be the only country in the world that puts up statues to the people that lost the war. Wait,
0: no. Not only did they let's... lose the war, but you know what? That cup. Co- <laughs> Not only did they lose the war, they were traitors against the country. They were like, well we bad. want to fight to keep slavery in this way of life. We're the South. They lost, and then they were celebrated. Here's the bad thing about this, and this is real fucking talk with American history and people. The revisionist history
1: is oh,
0: crazy. It's like, yeah. so all of these people are heroes because they tried to preserve a way of keeping people as subhuman and as slaves. That's nuts. Fighting against and killing soldiers from the United States. That's mm-hmm. right. But what's even more nuts is if you go to Germany, they're not really proud of the whole Nazi moment in Hitler. They're not. They don't celebrate it. They, most countries do not like to really celebrate the, the parts of their past that really oppressed people and it's a stain in history. Like, no one in South Africa, they're not waving and saying, ooh, apartheid was a fabulous time for us. But here in America, we seem to have clipped onto these racist tropes from our past, and we celebrate it. It's like, no one wants to let it go. Like, this is a different time in America. So when I hear people saying, and my flag and the Confederate flag, and it's like, why? Then, then just say, I'm a racist. Now, I know that that's a controversial statement, but it's like we're celebrating, we keep celebrating something. Therefore, a lot of people stood for something really bad. And when I hear white people having this argument, I'm like, you know what? Why don't you ask Native Americans what that feels like for them? Because this was their country and this was their land. And you don't, like, it's always through one lens, right? This meant this for us. But there's a whole bunch of the other, us, one, the people who were here when you got here, and the people who came on the same ships you were on, we were just on the bottom chain like animals. And those symbols from the beginning have always meant something different. They've always meant oppression. So I just don't understand why we like to keep holding on to things from a part of our history that's not so good.
1: Well, I was going to say about the Germany thing, and then I want to – I've been I've been to Germany a couple of times. Not only do they not celebrate it, it's illegal.
0: Yeah, if isn't a swastika illegal? You can't you can't just come up with a swastika, right? And so
1: they're not the only countries. That do you know are what they've adopted
0: they, from that? They carry the they they wave Confederate flags. Do you know that? Because that has become it's a the very, universal it's a symbol. Very
1: small, yeah, I mean that's a you know yeah the the neo Nazis do that yeah. but the only place I've ever been where you see Homages or statues representing a um a, a, a totalitarian forces in former Soviet bloc countries where they have the statues of the people who fought against those people right so you don't see a celebration of the saber I will say it's a it's a small percentage of the country obviously and my who celebrate the south and what I was going to say and the reason I was joking around about being from new york um that person who is currently occupying land on 1600 Black Lives Matter Plaza mm-hmm. is 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 from Queens for fuck's sake. He has no cultural historical connection to this, none. So he can't even play the heritage card because this isn't his heritage. This is not our. But you know, it would be like me marching in the St. Patrick's Day parade. It's right. got nothing to do with me. You know, so that is the... Do you know why that makes it so
0: dangerous? Because a person who stands for nothing will do anything. And that's what makes it dangerous. And he stands for nothing. And he will do... Anything.
1: Yeah, anything. Well, what's encouraging, and then we're gonna we'll talk about the NASCAR thing. What's encouraging is that he is behind the eight ball on this one. The country is the country is like, yeah, maybe we should get rid of these things. And so NASCAR, which just like, I don't know. I mean, it's like again, it's it's a world that I don't understand. I was
0: surprised. I have Me to tell too. you. I was oh, like, Bubba Watson called for it on Monday, and on Wednesday, they were like, we're taking them all down. I and mean, you see all of them. There's been a lot of backlash from the white fans. I'm not coming back. It's like, you know what? Don't come. Because there will be more seats for the people who now will feel welcome to say, I love car uh, car racing as well, but I never felt welcome. And you will see even more people show up for all of the people who... Saying they're not going to come, including that driver that no one's ever heard of has never won a race. Oh, well, here, like, I
1: have a quote about him. So it's this guy named. It, it's hilarious. It's this guy named Ray Chicka Chick, Chicka, can you pronounce it? Right. Okay, he exactly whatever he. Um, the best he's ever done in a race is thirty third,
0: mm-hmm.
1: finishing thirty third, and in a race so of thirty four. <laughs> right basically in a race of 22 and he literally is like well you know uh, uh, he was going to retire anyway but this is like the straw that broke the camel's back for him and Nasco tried to do this after um the killing the murders at mother Emanuel church but they finally just clamped down on it and he was like, "Oh, you know nobody can tell me what to do and people kneeling and so people have been just clapping back right and left and jason isbell who's a like Americana, Alt-Americana singer said about him, Ray Ciccarelli has now insulted more races than he's won.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> or, or, I mean... It's, <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right? Isn't that a great quote? I did some research. I woke up very early this morning, Courtney, and I, right. I, I, I said, oh, maybe I should know what I'm talking about on this show. Because it
0: was very thing? like, when he came out, I was like, Who? Who? And well, I was watching ESPN. Wait, this is what's even better when you're watching ESPN. And I can't remember if it's was the Get Up. And one of the commentators was like Ray Cuchinola, Kakalaka, whoever. He was like, I don't yes. even know who that is, but whoever right. you are. And I'm like, if they don't even know you on ESPN, sir, right. have five fucking seats.
1: <laughs> right. I know. Five. I know. So that's kind of mind blowing. But the other thing to me. That just falls into the like, don't pee in my leg and tell me it's raining category of whiteness mm-hmm. is the group Lady Antebellum, who I have to say I've never heard. And, uh,
0: oh no, they're I they're great. Heard. I like their music. They're good. They're no, huge. No, they're they're a big. No, no they're a big deal. Yeah, yeah, they're huge.
1: No, 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 I love no, their like
0: them discovering that the word Antebellum might have a right, another so meaning. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: first of, First off, they're not stupid people. They're from the South. They were raised in the South. That's what I'm saying. That's like being a singer named Jim Crow and going, (laughs)
0: really? That's offensive?
1: Wait, but Jim Crow, how is that offensive? So I appreciate anyone having their moment of clarity. Yeah. Yeah, But this just screams out. It's like, really? Antebellum?
0: Well, we you know have what we've been told I, over yeah, the years,, yeah. that
1: this is a bad name, well, you
0: know no, no, I don't think so in the country music world. who would tell them that It's like they don't think about I don't think black people are thought of that way where they would say this is a bad word, they're like, this is our world, and what i what I appreciate about this moment but is let every,
1: kind, let's, every yeah. cousin, I mean, let's be fair, I mean they you know the South is fucked up in a lot of these shows is a i I'm just saying that for them to say yeah, they the north is fucked up too, of, we got all, those red. yeah, yeah, I'm just saying not to you know. <laughs> They say there was a blind spot. That's what I right. find hard to believe. I think these are people who sort of knew and figured we'll keep doing it until we get caught.
0: Well, listen, I can't speak for white people because I'm not white. But I, <laughs> the only thing I can say is I think that the, the thing that people, black people and people of color and gay people – what anybody who has been oppressed has been screaming for years. I think that people just didn't give a fuck. But I, the tide has, listen, I want to say the tide is changing because it's always about young people and I see that this next generation does not want to be still living the same way right. that their parents and their grandparents and their grandparents' grandparents live. You know what I mean? They don't want yeah. to live that way. They don't want to feel put in a box because of how they look. And with now, so many more mixed race children, people right. mixed culture. Like, this society's kind of turning beige in a lot of ways. I think people are starting to not want anybody to tell them they should feel bad about themselves. And honestly, even the Lady Antebellum thing, I think this is a white people finally having conversations with each other about some of the shit that is said and done. I can't also, speak to that because I'm not. You, but that, that's right, well, what I needs to
1: happen. Yeah, and I think there's definitely that. I also think that because of social media, the clapback is faster and, and 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 more stinging because you can shut a group down. The in a way, it used to take months to shut a group down. Now right. you can shut a group down overnight. And I, I mean, I will give them a little credit that maybe they had their eureka moment. But I'm kind of like eye rolling on a little bit eye rolling. But I also think country any genre, cannot survive if it's only playing. Preaching to the choir. There was right. the two. There were two country music artists last year who had number one albums. Kane Brown, I think, is named yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Little. They're still recovering country music from how they treated Little Nas X in the beginning. Right. And so I think that. But the 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 more important point, and what you were getting to, along with the changing landscape, it is that. Um, NASCAR, when you think of two American, white American, Southern American touchstones, NASCAR and country music. And in 24 hours, 24 hours, NASCAR and country music has said, ah, we're on the wrong side of history. And there's a financial element to it, you know, but we're on the wrong. And that is a major statement because for them to say it, that's huge. I mean, yeah, so we'll see.
0: Yeah, we'll see because to me it's not about, you know, I'm seeing all of these statements from companies. Hell, I got, a, I got an email from my doctor's office talking about We support Black Lives Matter, and a whole, I mean, so statements are great. But this is about systemic change. This sure. is about policy change. This is about freedoms this is about education. This is about if you're going to give the police, listen, we need police, right? So we do. We, we're asking for fair policing. We're asking for police to understand the communities that they're policing. We're asking that if you are a, a black person and you've committed a crime, you get to have your day in court in front of a judge and not a morgue mortician and the morgue and the coroner's office. You know what I mean? It's like there's no reason why if you are already handcuffed and you're in custody and there's four cops, you should be on your way to the police sta- station. Especially when it turns out that you've worked in the same club with this person. It's oh, a guy very small recant- club you know that guy, is
1: rec- he's recanting that story, that
0: guy. Uh, uh- what, what guy is yeah. telling the story? I'm not, tra- I'm not the- talking about that guy. I'm talking about the woman who owned the club who hired both of them and said oh, that okay. they worked together. Yeah, they're the owner of the club. I never saw some other guy that says whatever. The woman who owned the club said they knew each other.
1: Yeah, I yeah.
0: hired them. Uh, they worked on different they, they And they didn't really get along, I don't believe. But listen, that's neither here nor there. To me, I think that we have to get back to the humanity I'm still hopeful. You know what made me hopeful? Because at the one little spark of hope was in the middle of the protest in Philadelphia, when we saw that couple. That it wasn't supposed to happen that way. This was they they were getting married across the street, and their first look and walking across the street was supposed to be outside on the steps, and the protest happened to be going by, and you saw black love at the same time, and how everybody said Black Lives Matter. Black love matters. And I think it's really important to show that, you know what, we're human beings. We love, we have husbands, wives, partners, children. We're no different than you. This whole thing, it almost, it, it just, it seems, it's so hard to try and explain to someone my frustration of feeling like, you're treated almost subhumanly for your whole life. And everything you do is looked at like some special thing. Like we're still talking about the first black somewhere. Like the the New Jersey just got its first black judge on their Supreme court, it's 2020. Like we're still talking about the first black, the first Latino, the first Asian that shows you how Far We have to go on this subject and people can't just stick their head in the sand and act like racism doesn't exist I said it during the last show. I'll say it every show if I have to say it Racism is not just you calling me a nigger out your car or you know somebody looking at you and calling you whatever out their car There's so many things that are built in that you have to unlearn some shit because just because you've already done always done them and said them it's not always been right. And when people keep telling you it's not right, it's so interesting to see so many white people. And then I used to have this conversation. It'd be like, well, I don't understand. Like, I need to explain why when I'm telling you this is fucked up. This is how I feel. It's like my feelings tell you how I feel wasn't valid enough. I have to come with a list like, well, this means this. and <laughs> This means this. So it seems like the conversation is swinging toward You know, white people realizing, yeah, don't look to your black people to explain racism to you. And I don't need texts from white coworkers and friends being like, how are you doing? Are you okay during these times? I'm like, sweetie, this has been my whole life. You guys are looking at this gagging. Me seeing black men dying in the street and being treated a certain way and racism, this isn't new. George Floyd's death was horrific. Like, I still have not watched that whole take. I've not watched it. Because I've seen it over and over again. So black people are in the streets right now because we are just tired. And, you know, people like Candace Owens who are like, he wasn't a good person. It's not about his character. It's not about any crime that he did. It's about enough is enough and being treated like a human being. And we're over it. And we're tired. And it's tiring. And you can't put this genie back in the box. You can't. And I want everybody to stay in the streets until November. And I want them all to remember every race. Vote them out of Senate. Vote them out of the House of Reps. Vote for your mayors. Vote more female mayors in. Notice all of the cities that have women are trying to do it better. We need some new shit everywhere. That includes New York everywhere.
1: Okay. I agree. I mean, you know, I I have as the kids say I co-sign. I I agree.
0: Um So what do you think about I, I Cops think, and the other Cops show being canceled? Well,
1: yeah, no, I was going to say <laughs> No, I I just want to say though, I do agree with that. Yeah, and and yeah. um I I totally agree with that because yeah, I mean, I, I I there's nothing I can add to it that you haven't said and you've and you've, you know, I, I totally agree. Or I would um But, yeah, I've never watched Cops. I think it's disgusting that we have a show that glorifies people having the shit beat out of them. And so (laughs) I I think that there is – look, we are asking the police to do things that they shouldn't have to do. We are asking them to be social. It's like what we do with teachers. We're asking them to be psychiatrists because we've cut mental health funding. We're asking them to be domestic counselors because we still don't take that seriously. So I'm not saying – you know we are asking them to do a lot we're not training them we're over militarizing them that said, to have a show that glorifies somebody said something funny. You never see somebody say "fuck the fire department," you know? Like we're asking the cops.
0: Well, that's because everybody wants thing. to fuck the fire department. <laughs> <laughs> They're always so hot, and big, and. Okay, small. can I tell you
1: something? Oof. The highlight of my fucking life, really uh-huh. seriously. I was in a fairway once, uh-huh. and I was with my boy, my boyfriend. I put that in quotes at the time, and there were these <laughs> firemen there, uh-huh. and and and. The fireman, when one of them was talking to me, mm-hmm. and my boyfriend said, "You know, he was checking you out." And I went, "I can now die and go to heaven."
0: <laughs>
1: because a fire and another fireman, one really cute fireman, asked. I had a watermelon in my hand, and I was, uh, weighed five thousand pounds. It's really cute, and he goes, "Sister, can I help you with that?" And I was like, hi, Frankie." I was like, "Yes, all right."
0: I don't get the show. It's a stupid fucking show. I didn't even it's know it was still on. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was like, neither I was neither. like, that's still on. <laughs> that's still on. Really? So much that literally so was, was my first reaction. No, me too. I was like, no, what no, year are you talking about? That's not on. They were like, no, yes, it is. So I was I like, was that's like, still on. <laughs>
1: I know. We still have to listen to bad boys again. (laughs) And supposedly the A&E one where Lana Del Rey's boyfriend, ex-boyfriend was on that show. He was a Uh, cop. Supposedly they've admitted that they filmed an actual murder. So oops, maybe they should get rid of that. What? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, -uh. (laughs)
0: I <laughs> it's too involved
1: to go into. But Lana Del Rey was dating a guy for a while who's like hot cop on another right. show. Another show that you and I wouldn't know. But bit I'm anymore. like, I
0: don't know what that is. Yeah, yeah me
1: neither. But he was cute, and she's dating the hot cop, and yadda, yadda, yadda. And so it's on A&E, and so that's educational. And right. He supposedly, they have finally, it's in the news today, they have admitted mm-hmm. – that they may have had an episode where somebody was actually being killed on the air.
0: Jesus Christ. Oh this is America, folks. We might yes. have accidentally filmed someone being murdered. We're not killed, sure.
1: Right.
0: We're right. not quite sure.
1: We're not sure. Yeah, I was like, let's talk about it in the reunion show. And now the Gone of the Wind thing is interesting. I saw yeah. it. I've only seen it once. It's I've incredibly it. dated. Yeah. yeah, it's like you're not missing anything. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, it's like you check it off your list. It's no citizen cane, okay? It's like you yeah. can live without it. Um, good acting, whatever. The thing about Don with the Wind is that, okay, I teach and it's you know, teacher, own favorite.
0: He's, he's, Remember, you think, like, Why can't we go back to a time like gone with the wind? Oh, I know.
1: <laughs> yeah, birth of a nation, I know. And women can be Donna Reed. But the, you know, the thing is is that you have to put all culture in context. So yes. like sometimes I'll teach stuff and I'll say, um, I'll say um, to my students, okay, there might be language in here that you find offensive. I mean, I won't say the words. You don't have to say the words if you don't want to. But in context, so you can't look at something in 2020 through the lens of 2020 if it was made in 1930. Right. Which is not to excuse it. You have to kind of go. This is the way things are made for process. the
0: time. Usually made in the times that, that right. Especially for back the times. They couldn't imagine yeah, what yeah, this future yeah. would be, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. And so, and also, it's fiction, but that's not that's not to excuse it. So pulling it and putting it, pulling it permanently, I think, would be a bad look. But yeah. pulling it and then re-releasing it with context, I think, is really a smart idea. Yeah, it I think is.
0: I think it is a smart idea. Listen, there needs to be context to a lot of shit. And people are like, I can't believe it, I can't believe it, I'm, and, and I'm... And I, and I had this debate with a friend the other day on the phone. And, you know, I don't think she did, they should have taken it. I said, okay, so when's the last time you actually watched Gone with the Wind? And it was like it. dead, that. dead yeah. silence. I was like, listen, I'm not about censorship. I think everything should live in a space. The movie exists. It's there. You can choose to watch it. You can choose not to watch it. That is right. absolutely you know. how I feel about it. But you yeah, we do you have, have, have examples I'm of shit that's been pulled. You notice you don't see the little rascals anymore.
1: I know, and I used to
0: love that show. You don't see the, You don't see Disney pulled the song of the South. You can't find that anywhere. And one of yeah. their most famous songs comes from there, Zippity Doo But you can't oh. find that movie anywhere. Right.
1: Five Chinese Brothers, remember when we were kids? That kid's book, The Five Chinese Brothers. Yeah. Do you
0: remember that? Or oh, was it The World of Susie Wong? You know what I mean? There was a yeah, lot yeah. of stuff. That's yeah. a little questionable, you know? So yeah, what do you think I mean, about I... uh, No, what were you gonna say?
1: Well, I was going to say context. Though, I mean, censorship. Yeah. Exactly. You don't pull Huckleberry Finn off the yeah. shelves, or 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 make it all nice. You yeah, because I'm not down for censorship why that, at
0: all. Yeah.
1: Why that word is necessary? Because right. if we pulled stuff, we wouldn't have to kill a mockingbird. And that's. Like I think story.
0: things exist. It is history. It's there. Now, you could say that, and does that does that say the same for you know Confederate statues that people have destroyed? Ugh. No, I think it's hard. Like I. I his, my, my, my sister went to college in Richmond, moved back to New York and moved back to Richmond, bought a house. She's lived there for very many years. My mom has now lived in Richmond.
1: I heard it's a lovely city.
0: It's gorgeous. But you know, yeah. I had never seen the Confederate statues. I'd never, never seen them. Yeah. Until yeah. The last, my last trip. My last trip, I wanted to see Kehinde Wiley's, um, Kehinde Wiley's uh Uh, Sculpture because I I missed it when it was in Times Square. So I was home for Christmas, we went, and that's when my sister drove me down the long boulevard and I saw all the statues that are now coming down. And it's like, you know what? For a lot of people looking at that, these are the people who were fighting to keep me enslaved and keep me subhuman. And they lost. And Kind well, of treated fight the country, yeah. so I'm not mad at those things coming down because it's not. No. Why are you celebrating somebody who was fighting for hate? And then there's America, we're so proud of that all the time. I just don't understand the proudness of the hate. Well, because I, there's, there's, it's just, it's not even the right history, but the, it's the proudness of that's our history. It is not a good one, sir, ma'am. It's not. It's not good.
1: Well, yeah, I mean to to piggyback on what you Dang, it a lot... no, You're breaking up. You, you, have, you up... might have
0: to repeat what you said because you just okay. broke up. <laughs> okay,
1: sorry. A lot of these statues were not put up after the Civil War. They were put up in the '70s or the '60s. Right. So it was, or a lot of them are a reaction to the Civil Rights Movement. This right. kind of growing sense. So there is not really. It's like a intimidation,
0: true... right? It's well, like...
1: there's not a true historical tie-in. It's not like it was created, the statue was made in 1865 and put up in 1865. It was made in 1965 and put up in 1968. So there's that context. And also, it's just, again, as we said in the beginning, we're celebrating the losers, we're celebrating the haters. Imagine being... you know, the first I feel uncomfortable around Confederate flags and these statues, and it's not, totally not my history. The first time I went to Germany, the first time I went to Berlin, I am not religious. I was not raised religious. But seeing the Reichstag, seeing that stuff, you can't help but feel like, wow, okay, these are people whose entire M.O. was to kill people who look like me and are related to me. So imagine you're black and you're walking down the street and there's a statue of a guy like Robert E. Lee, like Fort Bragg, like all these guys, whose M.O., whose whose philosophy was to kill me. Talk well, about dehumanizing well, I don't right? have to
0: imagine I'm black because that's what I see you know no, what i mean i and, I, 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 I know I know what you're saying, but I'm think that's what I see all of the time right and you can't get used to it, and it's like you hear the arguments against and it's like you're you're arguing for people who lost and wanted to keep slavery and keep people enslaved in this country and when, and, and to, to to expand a little bit more on what you were saying, it comes down to when we start having this debate about. Christopher Columbus, because you know the whole Columbus circle and that whole thing is starting to come up again in different states, and the Italians are like Christopher Columbus, you know, and I understand they feel that heritage, but I'm like have you ever asked a Native American what their view of Christopher Columbus is when he came and discovered the place that was named and they all lived, and suddenly it was a whole different situation there are always sides to the story, you know and yeah, I don't know, I know. do you I, do you think the Christopher Columbus statue in Columbus Circle should come down?
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, it's bullshit, because first off, it's celebrating a false narrative. He didn't discover America, full stop, boom, he made a left turn and ended up in the wrong place. He didn't discover America, number one. And number two, I don't know that many, honestly, I'm not Italian, but I really don't know that many Italian-Americans who have such a hard-on for Columbus. It's just become a day off. It's not even that big a deal anymore. I mean, honestly, I mean there are so many other more noteworthy Italians you could put up there than Christopher Columbus. Who, I he, you know, I mean, I'm just saying that's the best you can give me is the guy who made the wrong turn and ended up someplace. He's right. not even. He wasn't even the good. I like, to know where they're going, not the <laughs> Like, oh, look
0: at me, I discovered well, something. In the middle of this conversation, I just want to say another show, guys, where we were supposed to talk about covers, we're almost 40 minutes in, so... Next show, we'll talk to you about covers. Yeah, we, have cover. so, have. we have so much to talk about in all of this. It's so hard to you get to the music because there's so much idea. shit. It, we'll
1: discuss, we can, maybe we'll just say a little about covers and we'll just make a covers. But no, you know what? We'll make those covers with a yeah. teaser. Yeah, <laughs> and
0: we'll do, and we'll do another show because you know what? This stuff is important. We still haven't talked about, you know, and, and I like that point that you made, and I do. We haven't talked about now, you know, you say Amazon and Netflix are highlighting black films, which is great, right? But yeah. to me, this is all surface stuff. What is a? I it love is. that everybody right now is doing all of this stuff, but you got to do the work. It's like, so, Like I'm hearing debates in companies now about, should we call our department black music? Should we call it urban music? It's all of these things happening. To me, that is surface shit. Let's get in. It's really about, like for me back in the day, I worked in... When I first came to Columbia, shout out to Columbia and my whole old school crew, I worked in black music. My boss, right. Tony Anderson, rest in peace. I worked with him and Stephanie. He was the head of, the president of black music, right? And that was always like the black job, the highest black job at the company back then. You wanted to be the head right. of black music. But that job also, unlike the head of pop music, Seem seemed to have a shelf life of about two years or something, and it yeah. was always, yeah. we were always shoveling people in and out. It's about putting people in real position. Now, for me, where I got really lucky and my fight changed was my, my boss, the two years was up, of course. They were bringing in someone else, and they had no job for me in black music now. I was out. I've always been out at work. I just was out. I came in the music industry. out. I don't know. I, I won't say that that was it, but I do remember I was supposed to. They had set me up to work with a man. I was an assistant back then, and this is the beginning, and he wanted a girl, so there was no job for the gay boy. But on the pop side, in video promotion, they hired me right away. So I literally went to the pop side. So I got to see just how the budgets were different, how everything was different from the white artists and the black artists and how things were treated. But I also had to fight to have my voice heard, but my voice was heard because I'm not the type of person who's gonna let you push me in the corner when I know I know what I'm talking about. But it was was definitely a different fight. I'm black, I'm gay, I'm in pop. You know what I mean? So that is, but I think we need more black people in pop. We need people, black people, to be can run a pop department, music is music. Well,
1: no, what I was going to say is I had kind of a, a similar but different kind of experience. So when I, my career in the in the beginning was uh, writing about everything, but a lot about, quote, unquote, black music. And I very often was writing for, quote, unquote, white periodicals, like People. And when you would go up to oh, the... I know you company, wrote for People. Oh, yeah, it was like the highlight of my life. I'm
0: kidding.
1: <laughs> I reconnected with an old boyfriend because he read something of mine in People magazine and he looked me up.
0: Was that back when Peter Castro was the editor-in-chief? Pre, 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 pre. Oh, wow. Mm.
1: Pre, pre, when it was just, you. yeah, I mean, but anyway, uh, but I digress. So right. <laughs> I would go up to, so I always made a very concerted effort when I would, let's say it was, I don't know, some artist that was, I would make a very concerted effort to work with the black music department. So if right. I was writing about Salt and Pepper, I would work with Beverly Page, bless right. my heart. I would not go to the pop department because I saw, and the black music department was always way in the back of the building. You had yeah. to go through like twenty <laughs> different offices. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, Where am I? Where am I? No, just keep going. But, but I'm in the janitor's closet. No, no, no. Just keep going. Just keep going. But the energy so, was always there.
0: It's like just, just yeah, feel the energy, energy was there. And, and, you feel the energy, yeah. it's the pulse.
1: But it was hilarious though. So I always, I, cause you would see what would happen. There'd be a record, they would break it urban, and as soon as it went over, started really selling, they then switched everything over to the pop department, and then it was different. So I always tried, that was like my little stand I was gonna take. I was gonna deal with which is why I didn't know a lot of like white publicists who right. worked black music because I was working with you know the old school black publicists who had been right. there forever, you know. So it was just complete and utter bullshit, and I yep. always felt like it was so weird to say black music. I knew yeah. exactly what they meant, but I was yeah. like, "That's right." So you're saying that that's black the
0: debate music that's happening now, right now in these companies. Yeah. That's, the, that's the debate that's happening in these companies.
1: Yeah, and it should have been happening a long time ago. Again, if if the good offset of this horror that's going on now is that people are finally thinking about things they should have thought about a long time ago, I'll take it. But it just always seems so weird to say, "Oh yeah, I write about black music," especially as a, you know, like a white girl. But it was like, "Well, what does that mean? Were the Supremes black music because they were black? Well, first What's of all, making them black right. music. You first of all, skinny? pop
0: music is black music. Do you want to know what the of top ten on the Hot 100 is right now? Number one is the no, Baby. Yes, Number two is Megan The Stallion. Number three is The Weeknd. Number four is Doja Cat. Number five is is Lady Gaga. Six is Drake. Seven, Dua Lipa. Eight is Justin Bieber featuring Quavo. Nine is Roddy Rich, and number ten is Saint John. Black music is pop music.
1: Saint John is Saint John is Saint, I like him a lot. Saint
0: John, that I, roses is is I like of, him a lot. First of all, that song was number one for like three or four weeks in the UK. It was huge. He's really they're, they're no, loving no, him. I like know. him. And I'm glad that he's having this moment and having a top ten record here in the United States at home. Yeah, I feel like funny. that's it's the it's thing with pop funny. radio. Appreciate your American artists. Why do they have to go to the London if you're a black male and have a hit there and can't get played here? But I'm glad to see that that's happening. So yeah, that's the yeah, thing. I that's the debate that's happening now, right? Because they're sitting in these record yeah. companies. Do we call ourselves black music? Do we call ourselves urban music? What does that even mean? What are we projecting? And
1: Goldrick- And Doja Cat is problematic. That's a whole whole other discussion.
0: She's on pause right now. The kids have come for her neck. But this is when you say all of that fucked up shit online.
1: Yeah, the Candace Owens of of dance pop right Right. now. Yeah, she's a little problem. And she works with an accused rapist. But I digress.
0: (laughs) And then there's that.
1: <laughs> well, but I digress. We can only be concerned with one thing. But yeah, yeah. it's just like a weird thing to always say, like, I work I work in black music, I write I mean and it also once again no pun intended, ghetto-wise is people. I have, you have worked with artists and known artists most of your life. I have yep. worked with artists and known artists most. I have never met an artist in my life. The first thing they'll say to you is like, I hate when people put my music in a box. I hate in when people put my yeah. music in a category. Yeah, I yeah. mean, even classical music artists probably want to be thought as people who can do something else, because then that makes it seem like Oh, they know how to read music. Oh, they can play an instrument. Oh, they can do this. Oh, they listen to something besides rap music all damn day. So, taking but listen, the black yeah. out of it, taking not the black out of it, taking mm-hmm. the title is certainly going to go a long way to opening up. Because you, and we'll get into the thing about the Grammys, they want to change the name of, what do they want to change it from? They did from Best Urban Album to Best progressive R&B album, which is a lot, a mouthful
0: there.
1: (laughs) It's a lot. That's like, how are they going to inscribe all that? It's a lot. But a lot of that is, yeah, it's a lot, right? But a lot of that is because you have artists increasingly, like The Weeknd, like Tyler, the creator, like, like FKA,
0: Twigs. What, what, what FKA character, Twigs, where would you put her? Exactly. You know what I mean? Where, where, exactly. Even like Chloe and Hallie, who just put out a new record. To me, yes, they right. are black women, but they're unique. You don't, I don't, they don't fit in a box to me. You know what I mean? It's yes. like, it's not for me, but they don't fit in a box to me. It's, it's, it's hey, quite interesting. Exactly. And I, listen. I think, I think this is that moment where people are throwing a lot of balls up in the air, trying to figure out which one makes sense as they land. You know, so I'm trying to give a little grace to some of the things that I think is ridiculous because the conversations are happening. So I can't be one of those people screaming, I want the conversations to happen, and even though some of it is ridiculous, and then make people feel like you're being ridiculous. It's like, just have the conversations and let's settle on some shit.
1: But I think people are smart enough to know the difference between your doctor, nothing personal, Mm -hmm. or Nordstrom's sending out something about Black Lives Matter which to me just seems like the COVID newsletter they sent out and they just put different words in it and a record company that makes its money out of shifting and, and determining the culture because things are driven by the culture one of the reasons that, you know, racial relations improved at some point, you know, a little bit, was because white kids were listening to black music and they were all standing in a crowd together. And music is a universal language. But it's true, you know, when you have artists who are only singing in Spanish and they're performing for a white audience, that makes a difference. I mean, we've both seen that. So it's important to have the conversation. Yeah, I'm like you too. It's like, are you giving me tokenism right now or are you really – truly having a conversation. And if people are using this pause in business and everything to think about it, that's good. That's good Mm -hmm. for the culture. That's good for us. Ultimately, because as we said, that man who lives in that white house, the reason he's fucked now for a lot of reasons, he's behind the culture is moving ahead of him. Right. His Culture is moving ahead of him.
0: So can we talk about how evidently nobody in 20, uh, 1600 Black Lives Black Lives Matter Plaza had no idea that Juneteenth was a situation and doing this oh, I whole. I
1: think they know. I think I, they
0: know. I, I, Chris Wallace said this morning, I was watching him, he was like, evidently uh, they knew after it all blew up, but they didn't then. <laughs>
1: no, <laughs> I didn't think know. they know. Here's the-
0: I think, I think that they're calculating like that in new too. Yeah. I, I don't know why Chris Wallace, he's saying that. Supposedly, that's what they're saying in the White House. But, and then yeah, how about sign this, click this waiver when you register to say, oh, by the way, if you get sick yeah. and die, you can't sue.
1: Well, I think they know. <laughs> the President of the
0: United States.
1: Yeah. Well, I think they know, first off, because um, they do nothing by mistake there. They, even uh, they've done like a lot of things, things by mistake. No, there. no, no, but I think no, but I think that there is still. You have Stephen Miller there. He is not. He is an evil motherfucker, but he's yes. not stupid. I think right. he was. The, it would be one thing if they were having a rally on Juneteenth, but to have a rally on Juneteenth on the site of the Wall Street massacre. Right. Come on. That's a little too coink, And so is I, this supposed to be his race speech,
0: speech? It's like, I yeah. can't.
1: No, even. in front of an all-white one. But that's, you know, <sighs> I mean, I don't see conspiracies everywhere, and I don't mm-hmm. believe that there were two people on the grassy knoll. But right. come on. Somebody had to go, oh, because then he can get up there and act like he's commemorating it. So, I, yeah, he's crazy like a fox sometimes. Or there, he might not know because he's dumb as fuck, but Stephen Miller knows. Yeah, Kellyanne the, Conway knows. So, you uh, know what I mean? The worst, the Jared worst. Kirshner doesn't know no shit. But that's, uh. yeah, again, the COVID. Can you Yeah, really. Here, come to our show. Come to our rally. And if you die, by the way, and if you die, because I've been encouraging you not to take basic precautions. Oops.
0: Can we just talk about. <laughs> <laughs> and we cut
1: your health care. <laughs>
0: Can we just talk about <laughs> right the New York City health safer sex and COVID nineteen uh, guys? You have know
1: you, I've seen. Please, I've please seen tell me you rumors. That, I, 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 I have. Well, I'm not even going. I. I you just. I, I.
0: My favorite part is section number four. <laughs> oh. When oh, they go, <laughs> <laughs> When it is typed in in print, women. <laughs> Mouth on anus. Mike spread the virus, I was like, I am getting from New York City telling me about rimming. Make it a little kinky. Be creative with your sexual positions and physical barriers. Like they walls. Said right. no, they let's said say. that? It said, make it a little kinky. Be creative with sexual positions and physical barriers, like walls that allow sexual contact while preventing close face-to-face contact. A glory hole, sweetie. <laughs> New York, they wanna bring back glory They wanna bring back glory Are you kidding me? It is you have to read it. It's the best shit ever. They're like, stick your dick in this <laughs> hole. <laughs> 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 Old school peach show, forty second street. So, you know, all those kids who go to the Sunset Park wink wink area that has the uh Still, video booth stores, wink, wink. Who are you know? Oh, that getting, part, yeah,
1: out by out by Costco, yeah. Who are who are all trying getting trying
0: who, who who are all getting your you know your feedings. You're on you're on the right side. Of oh,
1: it's good to know. It's good to know. I, of course, this is a subject that means nothing to me because I have no idea what what is sex. Oh yeah, I've heard about this. I've heard rumors about these things that the kids are having. Ah, yeah, I think that that would really, having to read a booklet, I think would... No, but they even give you
0: rules on if you're going to have an orgy. If two is company, then three, or more, in parentheses, is definitely a crowd. Large gatherings of any type are not safe during COVID-19. Close contact with multiple people should be avoided. But if you decide to find a crowd, below are tips to reduce your risk of spreading or getting COVID-19. Leave it the size of your guest list. Keep it intimate. Go with Look the consistent at the size. Wait, 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 wait,
1: wait, wait, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> Look at the size. So- okay, I have to read wait, it because I'm not going do- Oh, no,
0: you have to leap. Pick a larger, more open, and well-ventilated spaces. Wear face covering. Avoid kissing, and do not touch your eyes, nose, and mouth without washing. Well, hands.
1: this sounds about... Just like
0: and, and bring an alcohol-based hand sanitizer. I don't right. think it's sucking it's a dick that has hand sanitizer taste on it would be that appetizing. You have to read it; it's the best shit ever. We're gonna sing our next show. We're going to read this set to music, and we're going to sing it. To you I mean,
1: it could be a really good dance track. I mean, <laughs> but, wow, that's a lot of information. Honey, I it's agree. like four.
0: It's like four pages. You have to read it. It's the best shit ever.
1: I saw it, and I just went, oh, it has the word sex in it. doesn't concern <laughs> me. Have sex, with only,
0: have sex with only people close to you.
1: <laughs> Speaking of which, Courtney, in your honor last night, I combined uh-huh. um, one of your obsessions and my obsession, you know, the uh, the Jewy TV. Uh-huh. I watched a movie. It's actually really good. A movie mm-hmm. starring the incredibly cute uh, Michael Alani.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, who's an
1: Israeli actor, and he has a love affair with a Palestinian guy,
0: mm-hmm. and they
1: have hot monkey gay sex in it.
0: Oh, we like that. We like that. I we like know. anything with sex. Like, I I need-
1: need- I- I'm <laughs> taking I like, all. Oh, Courtney by- would like this.
0: By the way, everybody listening, at this point, we've all been locked up in the house. I have hair now. I was bald when it started, but I'm taking all sex applications. <laughs> oh, I'd
1: like a job at this point. <laughs> I would like a job. Oh my god. Well, I I appreciate the fact that you and I just talked an incredibly important subject about the Grammys and Urban. And because we are you, we are the person we degenerated into a thing about rimming.
0: I mean, it's listen.
1: Rimming, and the, and rimming in the music industry are like peanut butter and jelly. So. Honey,
0: keep it real since 67, kids. I've been keeping it real since
1: 67. Right. Why don't
0: <laughs> well, we
1: just make, give a shout out that it's Pride Month and then. It sure is.
0: To our, yeah, it's about all my peeps, let's stand together. It's Pride. And you know what? We also need to talk about, since it is Pride, all of these issues that you're seeing around and race and prejudice. It's just as bad in the gay community. So let's take this moment. Oh, sure, and yeah, oh sure. you know, black clubs, white clubs, white bar, black bar. We still have all of that shit. It's the same shit. People are people. We all need to stand together this Pride Month and show our unity because this is some bullshit.
1: Yeah. Well, I, um, I I stand with you, my sister, my brother. Yeah, of yeah. course. And, uh, um, just, yeah. And I miss that the parade isn't going to be this year. I know. Um, but you know, for I know, but I'm uh, sure there's some orgies
0: and <laughs> some good old COVID rimming that'll be happening for Pride. Happy Pride!
1: I think COVID rimming should be our new band name. <laughs> and now,
0: and happy 50th anniversary of New York, and new York really, to Pride. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jim Crow, Lady Annabel, and COVID
1: rimming. <laughs> All right, All
0: so right. we're about to end let's this sucker. Speak what's let's, let's speaking, do. Of, speaking of COVID rimming? What did
1: Megan Megan? All right, I can't even keep up with Megan McCain's fucking stupidity. But I will literally. say that whoever, I'm sorry, was that me?
0: No, because it is very Heidi. What was that thing? I can't even go outside my house. And the woman was like, Megan, I live in your same building. I was just outside. It's fine. Then it turned out Megan wasn't even in New York. New York, I know.
1: (laughs) I will say, though, for what it's worth, she looks amazing. So either the hormones or she's Mm -hmm. just putting on less drag queen makeup. Mm Because she she is a pretty girl. She's just ugly inside.
0: I don't know why I like her still. She's crazy. I don't agree with her a lot. There are things that I do kind of agree with her with. And I don't hate her. I think that that's yeah. a voice that's needed, because you know what? We can't shut out how people feel. Like You can't fight this battle if you don't know how half the country is really fucking thinking. So I'm glad that she's there to say that shit. It's like you need to hear it out loud so you know what you're actually combating. Oh, she's so horrible. <laughs> All
1: right, so here's my here's my here's what I want to say. So I have been very much, as I said to you, wanting to join in these protests because mm. it's sort of – how I was raised was going on marches, and also it's important. And I was very scourged because of the COVID. Mm-hmm. But um, there are you literally, and we post a lot of this information. There are it's it's inspiring. There are literally marches like this one like every five minutes, which yep. is really cool, and they haven't let up. So there was one going. They down don't let up. Flatbush. Yeah, yeah, they don't, and they were going down Flatbush. And um, they were going to stop at Barclays and pick up, keep, you know, keep going. So last mm-hmm. week, last Saturday, I went down to Barclays. I walked. I'm not going to lie. I walked for, like, 20 minutes, I'm, you know, because I was getting a little nervous. But I yeah. stayed on the sidewalk. Because um, you
0: did what, what well, felt. You you did what felt. Listen, you got to do, everybody, If it's just a little, do what you can. All yeah, of those thumbs and those parts will make the whole.
1: Yeah, yeah. So what I was going to say, the crowds were like, I mean, it was literally, I hate to use the phrase, but it was a gorgeous mosaic. It really was. It was a beautiful afternoon, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, young, old. There were people there handing out water and and hand sanitizer and masks, and, and everybody was just joyful. It was joyful. People were honking their horns in support. But the thing that just drove me up the fucking wall is the only, they were like, I don't know, maybe five people not wearing masks. And one guy I told him to put on a mask and he was really funny and he goes, my mother would love you for this. I (laughs) Uh, I said, I am your mother. Um, (laughs) The cops, the New York City Police Department is not wearing masks. Now here's the thing, besides the fact that it's a mandate, a government mandate from our state to wear masks, you are protecting and serving, you are in close contact with people, it is a lack of respect and Who were the people hit the hardest by COVID when it first started? First responders. You're a first responder. And so you're already setting up a situation where you don't think that my life matters because you're not going to do something simple as put on a mask. And people were offering masks to them, and they wouldn't take it. So I just found that very disturbing. So. NYPD, you need to do a lot of things better, but get your officers to wear a mask. It speaks to something. We know that there's huge problems. It's not going to solve the problems, but for God's sake, show a modicum of respect and respect for the law. How's that?
0: So, And, and mine is, again, NYPD. Now. For full disclosure, my dad was in by PD. I have cousins that are in law enforcement on all different levels and all different sides And the issue I have is with the captain who knelt and then came back and he's apologizing for kneeling and he didn't want to do it This fight is not about you just kneeling just be like look. I'm doing this gesture If you didn't want to do it, don't do it. The problem that right. people are having with the police is just that doing something and then coming back later and saying something different about it. That's the—that's right. kind of the crux of a lot of this issue. It's like, what right. we want is change. Nobody needs you to make a gesture, and then you're saying, well, I felt like if I didn't, the crowd was going to attack and beat up my officers. And it's like, you're, you're there to keep the, the, the law. No one needs you to kneel and then come back and say, that's not what was in my heart. People are fighting for what's right and right in their heart. Yes, I understand unrest has been really, really difficult. But at the same time, it's like, this is not the time for gestures and then you for to come back and how traumatizing it is to you. Cause you know what? It was traumatized for black people to see Eric Gardner on the ground saying, I can't breathe. You know, it's, this whole thing is traumatizing. People of color, black people have been traumatized for so many years. And it's like, nobody's trying to be a victim to this shit anymore. And it's like, we don't need false gesture. We need change. Don't right. do it something you, you don't. Chances.
2: We don't right. need you to do exactly. something
0: that your heart tells you not to do. Because if that's not in your heart, then don't do it. No one wants you to do exactly. what's not in your heart. We want real change, not yeah, gestures for show. Yes.
1: Not gestures. Yes. Don't send. It. If you want to take a knee because you believe in it, then God bless. Uh, but do not do it just because you think you're doing the right thing and then five seconds later undermine it by saying the right, saying what you actually feel. So,
0: well, alright, another show. <laughs> we got to another, <laughs> another show. It was supposed to be fun about music. I just want to say, <laughs> first of all, guys,
1: this you is, well,
0: I don't know if you realize this, Ames, but like, this it's is. It's 20th? This is our 20th, and it's kind of like the anniversary of the show, one year. Is
1: it really serious? We put out that first show last June. Right before I went to uh, the Motherland.
0: Yeah, we put out.
1: Yeah, you're right.
0: Last June was our first show. So thank you guys for making it a full year with us. It's like we're really enjoying this. We're getting better. We miss our studio. We miss Peter and the guys at Listening Party. please. Please, oh my god, we, please follow Listening Party Defense. Go to the website. Our show's there. There are a lot of great shows there. Come to our Facebook page. I'ma let you finish. Trust me, we're, we're there all of the time. We're commenting. Amy runs our Twitter. It's witty. It's funny. It's engaging. We're there all of the time. You know, I and run our IG. Instagram, come to our yeah, We're IG, there. Yes, I'ma let you, so our Twitter is Finish I'ma, uh, and, and, IG is I'm going to let you finish in Y and our uh, Facebook is I'm going to let you finish. And you know what? Thank you for supporting us for this full year. Yeah, it's Thank a- you.
1: And keep the conversation going. And as right. you said last week, do the work, everybody.
0: Do the work. And we'll see safe. you next.
1: And we'll see you in bye. July.
0: Deuces. Bye guys.
2: It's NFL draft season. And that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.